What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 183rd episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, Wink? Oh, sitting here trying to get my coffee to kick in. What are you up to? <laughs> I'm a. I don't. I have a good feeling I know when my beer is going to kick in, so I'm. I'm. I'm not worried about that over here. Which beer? What am I you, doing? You had quite the haul. Yeah. Stop the stop the uh, the tease. All right. Now I completely forgot. I just looked up how to say this before this. You ein Uinta. Uinta is how you say it. Yes, Uinta Brewing. Sure. Same as last week, only last week was the Grapefruit Hop Nash IPA. This week is the Tangerine Hop Nash IPA, and it is delicious. Mm, sounds tasty. So, yeah, I'll enjoy it. Cool. Um, so, very so what did you do? Oh, do you, I saw something on the Twitter. Yeah. On the Twitter sphere. All right, I'm I am disappointed in all of our listeners. Very disappointed. And <laughs> I'm going to explain why. Uh the soldier female and I, we found have you ever done one of those wine and pallets? No, but I ha- I get I know the idea. Well, we've done a few of them, but they had one where they were doing the child from the Mandalorian. So how 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 could we not do this? Um, it was the day of the Super Bowl. I was like, hey, we can go do this and then go to our watch party, which was right down the street from it. It just worked out perfect. So we went to do our little, little green gizmos, and uh, it was pretty fun. However, we wanted to see... Who had the better painting, me or the sultry female? So I put this poll up on Twitter, and I, I can't go back and look at it. There, there were 78 votes, but last I saw, it was 51% to 49%, with the sultry female leading, which is just unfricking acceptable. Can I make a confession? You voted for the sultry female, but you know. <laughs> I so did. Oh, you bastard. And I'll tell you why. Deep dive analysis of why I voted for hers. All right. The colors went across the entire child. While I was on yours, half of his, most of his ear wasn't colored. 
I felt like the color was more spread on hers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> By the way, I didn't know whose was whose when I voted for it. So yeah, I was just like left or right. I choose left. Yeah, very very disappointing, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, I ended up having to cook dinner and. Uh, oh, that, yeah, nice. That that was our wager. So what did you make? Uh, pork chops. It's been a busy right. week. I couldn't get too fancy. Yeah, I, yeah, I could deal with that. Been uh, been working around the house. Got my uh, wine cooler installed in the island, and uh, finished tiling the backsplash on one side of my kitchen. So yeah, very exciting stuff. Sounds busy. <laughs> yes, very. Now. I've been busy, and you're about to be busy in a fun way because you're heading over to the Galaxy's Edge. Heck yeah, dude. Tomorrow, and this is the best part for all you parents out there. The kids are staying home. (laughs) Oh, man. Staying with the grandparents. So it's just going to be me and my wife and some friends. So that's, I mean... I'm going there to ride Rise of the Resistance because it just came out. That's like the main thing I want to do. But I don't think that I'll be too disappointed. Well, I'll be disappointed if I don't get on it. But just the fact that it'll be relaxing instead of stressful the entire time, that's what makes it the best. So I'm looking forward to it. Very cool. Can't wait to hear some stories Weekend away from the kids. I will say this. One thing I'm excited for, and I don't know if you've seen this thing. Well, my buddy was there last week and had it and told me I had to have it. And I've seen this thing before and it sounded awesome. But they have this thing called a Ronto wrap. I guess there's a there's this uh, food place. I don't guess. I've been to the one in Florida, but I didn't eat this when I was there. They have... Uh, it's like this restaurant that's owned by a pod racing fan. So he's like a guy that likes pod racing or whatever, but he makes, it's a restaurant and he has food, the food themed around pod racers, I guess. Interesting. Anyways, there's this thing called a Ronto wrap and okay. I've wanted one ever since I saw the description, but basically what it is, is roasted pork underneath a pork sausage with peppercorn sauce and tangy coleslaw inside of a pita and all those things together sound amazing to me. So doesn't sound too bad. Despite it's funny to me that despite you know Rise of Resistance coming out, there's so much to do in that land that I'm excited about food. Well, there's sh- also a there's also a pork or some kind of rib dish that you can eat at a sit down restaurant too. That's apparently amazing. So we're gonna mm-hmm. do both of them. It's gonna be awesome. Heck yeah! I mean, I'd be excited about food too. I I can't knock you for that. Yeah, who I doesn't mean, like food? Exactly, it's good stuff. No, yeah, exactly. So, well, cool. Can't wait to. That is why hear how that goes. Yes, I was going to say, and that's why we are recording tonight and not tomorrow, is because I will have driven all day and not be at my house tomorrow. So, yes. So, so this will be the night Which that com- we talk about stuff. And a reminder, uh, next. Thursday, we'll be doing the pod, 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 
the podcast again on next Thursday, right? That is correct. All right. Just want to let everybody know we were not on our announcement game today. We didn't say anything this morning, so some people might not have known, but we did say it last week on the podcast, so I'm saying it again now. It'll be next Thursday next week uh, for similar reasons. So there you go. All right, let's do it. Hey, guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? It was quiet. Um, I'll, I'll have to <laughs> it. My, my stuff's all messed up. The Sultry Female started a YouTube channel for like some stuff that she's selling or something. So she had to borrow my stand and the green screen and all sorts of stuff. She she had to borrow one of my blue microphones. And so she's she's taken over all of my crap. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to... Uh marriage yes yeah it's uh it's an interesting experience so far we'll save that for the patreon q a i could rant oh how life's changed all right uh, i can't wait for that let's go ahead and talk uh, about swaga all right let's do it what did you do with this week in swaga all right this week in swaga i took Stark to gear 12. Bet you didn't didn't see that coming. Um I, I didn't see it coming either. Um You said gear 12? Gear 12, yes. Okay. So I I've kind of rebuilt my Imperial Troopers, which I will talk about here shortly. Um the Imperial Troopers are pretty awesome. Great for taking down lots of various teams. They I just drank my coffee like 10 minutes ago, so it hasn't kicked in yet. I apologize. <laughs> Let it kick um, in. The, um, the Imperial Troopers, I remodded them almost entirely, trying to make them a little bit more dangerous, just work a little bit better, because I've stolen a lot of mods from them to go to different teams, and they suck, which I figured out in a Grand Arena match. Um, I'd forgotten like how much my Imperial Troopers have deteriorated. But I took Stark up, put some better <laughs> mods on him, made him much faster. So I actually think that he'll be able to take down some Relic Night Sister teams, uh, you know, with, with these troopers now that I've got them, you know, a little bit more perfected, remodded, and all that sort of stuff. So I'll talk about that again here with one of our main topics. I also... Took First Order Officer to Relic 4. Last week it was gear 12. So it was a bit of a struggle trying to get those gear 12 pieces. It took me a while because um, I had one uh, one of the left pieces, one of the right pieces ready. And then, you know, the other two on each side I, I had to craft for. So that... That was a bit of a struggle. Some of those gear 12 left pieces can be a bit of a struggle. It was the armor plating and the uh, hypo syringe, I believe. Well, the the great part is that they are available for fleet energy. And but the the and which I have the low uh refresh cost, but the problem is I have been using all of that on at least on my alt account. This is an alt account problem. 
I've been using all that to get uh, Anakin's ship. Oh, Lord. So trying to get my character to gear 13 at the same time as get his ship, because I think it's like 35 out of 100 right now, trying to finish that off while still trying to advance those left pieces, because most of them are literally all you can do is farm with fleet energy. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm on that same grind right now, so I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it can be rough. Um, I always try to be a little bit strategic about how I buy stuff because, you know, a lot of that stuff's great value from the shard shop, but other stuff in the shard shop is pretty terrible, and you're, you know, way better off farming it rather than buying it in the shard shop. So it's just kind of a matter of strategically purchasing what you need from where you need it and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, this is a struggle. I'm not used to doing this on Thursdays, man. Um, so, like I said, Relic Forfu, I'm getting really close. I think he'll probably be Relic 5 in the next couple of days, and then I will have Foo, Crew, and First Order Storm Troop, uh, I will have them finished, uh, ready for the, um, you know, whatever the next announcement is. I, I bet while a lot of you guys are listening, you you may end up seeing some news. I, you know, Friday we might see some news about what the next set of requirements are for these Galactic Legend characters, but we'll see. Um, sound like you had a dog issue. Yeah, my dog uh barks at everything. Ah. Usually, my wife is home, so it doesn't happen. Well, she was unabated, just going at it. Something must have the wind must have blown. I don't know. Ah, yeah, well, that happens. <laughs> um. All right, so this week in Grand Arena Championship, I went two and one. I lost for the most stupid reason. This is kind of part of the reason why I started redoing my Imperial Troopers. Um, I took them in against Night Sisters and was just smashing them, and then for whatever reason, just made weird decisions that I didn't even understand what the hell I was doing, and then lost. And I was very annoyed. Um, had I just used my bounty hunters like I always do against Night Sisters, I would have been fine. Uh, wouldn't have lost, but no, um, that did not happen. Dude set a weak-ass defense. I was super pissed because that, that would have been a point machine. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I dropped the ball on that one. I'm 5-1 and one total in this Grand Arena um shooting for kyber it's kind of hard in this 5v5 no ships i mean if you double my score now i would still fall short of kyber at five and one so i'm really gonna have to absolutely crush it in these next six battles to hit kyber hmm yeah i uh had a similar experience with round three uh oh. I could tell you about it. All right. When you're uh, done. <laughs> I got 27.8 million in base two of the Heroic Sith Raid. 
the other day uh, with the Jedi Knight Revan team. 27.8. I was pretty damn happy. Holy that was, smokes. Yeah. I, I, I'm usually good for 20 to 22 pretty easily, but 20, you know, damn near 28 is is awfully good. I was pretty thrilled about that. Um, so, yeah. Now the big question. So I've got this gear piece. It's a gear 13 finisher. It is the uh, fleshlight looking thing. And I don't know what to do with it. It's RJT or Finn or Emperor Palpatine or... It's basically down to those three. I'm kind of leaning RJT because legendary, obviously... This piece is only used for Special Forces TIE Fire Pilot, which I don't expect to be a requirement. Uh, so, well, I think he will be an, a requirement, like, in a, um, in the way of his ship, not necessarily him. I don't think he'll need to be gear 13, so I don't mind spending the piece, but, I mean... RJT, BB-8, Emperor Palpatine, all three characters definitely want gear 13. So, I can't decide what would be most beneficial. What do you think? Well, I think of the three, I think RJT is probably the most pertinent. Because I have a feeling with you, that once you finish Kylo, you'll want to go after RJT. That's true. Uh, I mean, so, yeah, that would take true. one step out of the equation. It would, but Finn and would also. The good news is, and the good news is, well, yeah, same with Finn, same deal. I was going to say the good news is that that's part of the first part, or the first set of characters is uh, RJT and Finn. BB-8's obviously not, so he could probably wait. Did you say he was eligible for it, or just that you wanted to gear 13 him? He's uh, eligible for this piece. Yeah, so I think he's out. I would say RJT or Finn would be the ones. But man, I can't, I'm can't. i working on Finn right now on my alt, and I cannot wait to see the damage he does that's, once he's That's relic. the reason I was kind of thinking about Finn, just because... You know, adding those extra pieces to him, taking him up a few relic levels. I mean, he hits like a damn freight train. Um, mm-hmm. But also Resistance Trooper. Resistance Trooper does... Uh, he, I guess he doesn't take this gear piece, uh, which I guess what we're talking about. But um, And RJT's the lead for the team, so I'll probably... Uh, I'll, I guess I'll probably lean RJT, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I can't decide. I'll probably I'll probably do RJT. I'll tell you next week because I will I'll do it soon. Um what about you, sir? What did you do this week? What did I do this week? Well before I answer that, I'll answer Shanna Tate and in uh the chat he says what relic stat does Finn get? I can tell you because I have it pulled up. Finn gets the... Actually, I can't see it unless I'm gear 13, can I? No, you should be able to. Now I'm lost. Where you just have that? to do it from stats. You have to go to stats, and you'll see the spot where it says mastery, and it'll tell you what all he gets. 
and no, it'll he's strength, so he gets physical damage, health, and armor. Okay. No. You don't um, have physical damage, unless the abilities are special. That's what he gets from his uh, the mastery. His big oh. time damage dealer is physical damage. So right, and he's his ramping mas- up that takedown. Mastery stat is armor, health, steel, and protection. Armor, health, steel, and protection. Okay, gotcha. Hmm. Decisions. Decisions. Is that that's because he's a tank, huh? Not listed yes. as a attacker. Ouch. Correct. Like RJT. Well, it was it, it was always funny that he could that after the rework, even as a tank, he could taunt and slam that much damage. Can you yeah. imagine if GK could do that? No kidding. That second damage that was, from his basic and special can be pretty ridiculous at times. You just keep ramping it up. It's just crazy. I love the I love the reworked. I hate the great way to leader. kill Ness, by the way. Yes, it can be nasty. Speaking of Nest, I'll go right into Grand Arena. Um, two and two in the first two ma- or two and two two and zero oh in the first two. I was throttling my opponents. Nice, great. got into the championship for the first time in a long time because I finally made it a priority to do the attacks uh, before I went to sleep. Um, so I was 2-0. Yesterday, I was out and about doing, um, I don't remember what I was doing. Some kind of, uh, errand. That's the word I'm looking for. I was doing errands. And I opened up Galaxy of Heroes to check on something. And I saw that there was, uh, one minute left until the end of Grand Arena, whatever whatever was going on in grand arena well i thought it was the attack phase and we were tied so i'm like i threw in a i was able to pick a team somehow with a minute left so i picked a team and i took them in against um i picked rebels with uh, cls uh cls han chewy 3po against old republic no akira team I took him in against the Kira team because I just wanted the points because I thought I had a minute left in the attack phase. What I didn't see was that Ness was on that team. So I don't know how, if you know what happens when when oh, CLS goes against Nest. Yeah. But killed the other three quickly, and then for four minutes I just wailed on Nest until it was over. Then it was over, and I didn't get any points. And I'm like, well, that was a waste. Yeah, and then sucks. I realized... That it was counting down to the attack phase. I was not I was not going to outsmart my opponent and get points at the end to win round three. I had gone in and attacked at the very beginning of round three and now used a very strong team uh. against a team I probably wouldn't have used it against and left Nest alive. So I'm like, well, that sucks. So then I waited half the day Ouch. and he attacked me. He only got 1,850 points. So I'm like, okay, well, I could still win this. Yeah. All right, I'll just take out that nest and you I'm have good. Hope. So then I'm like, I went up against his Malik team and used my GG uh, counter with the droids. Oh, yeah. And it didn't work. 
And so I took two more teams against this Darth Malak team. Oh. None of them worked. And I said, screw this, and I lost. <laughs> I didn't even attack anything else. Ouch. Brutal. Actually, I did. I attacked. No, I didn't attack anything else. That's right. <laughs> I was just too mad. I quit. Yeah, that's. I'm like, A, I screwed myself from the jump in this round. And B, I'm never going to get through that Darth Revan. So I just don't care. Even though I could have used all the points and worked on feats, now that I think about it, that was not going through my head when it was hot and steaming and mad. So there is that. I I did go two and one. I did go two and one. So I feel pretty good about this last round, despite my mistake in round three. Yeah. So that's no bueno. That's not how you want your the first time you get to a championship in a, in a few months to go. But no, there's always next round. That's true. That's true. So what? So what are you total? Are you four and two? two? I'm three and three. Oh, three, three and, three? and three. Oh, I thought you. Yeah, because remember last week I was saying that my last week I was talking about my. Well, I was. I went. Yeah, I went two and zero oh before the loss this week and then last week i had those two matches to start that were like 20 and five apart score wise that i lost and then won the the last Uh, one so brutal i'm batting 500 right now and i'm okay with it i mean i i i'm in whatever the second uh group is now so i'm on a good pace i don't think i'm on a kyber pace but i'm definitely on pace to get yeah pretty far further than i usually do i think so yeah i don't think anyone's made a rhodium yet uh everybody's still stuck at chromium so we'll see how it goes yep no doubt but i did do something that you'll be very proud of really what is that yes and that is relic ford my jolie bin Ooh, it is complete it is done nice so nice hell yeah it is about time Stoked about that. I haven't remod him or anything, and I think he's at 90k health. Uh, Pretty good numbers. Minus, I haven't added the protection in there yet, but the 90k health sitting there. I am. Uh, I feel like if I get some more health on him, he's going to be ridiculous. So yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, I like it. Which moved into the second part, which is Grandmaster Yoda, who now only needs 50 Kyrotech salvage, which I might just buy. Because I'm tired of waiting. Uh, He needs that for Grandmaster Yoda to be relicked, and then I can immediately relic for him as well. So very nice. That'll be sweet. I like it. Yeah, it's it was a it's a good week. Cool. And I think that that will do it. I think. I think those are the only two I need to relic for that Jedi team. Hmm. I think that's what I decided. I don't yeah. think I need to do JKR. I might do JKR, but I nah. mean, I'd rather just move to uh, Resistance after I get Yoda done. Yep, I think that's a wise decision. I think. So, the the uh, Galactic Legend grind will start this week, uh, but the last week and this week has been Jolie and Grandmaster Yoda, and I'm pretty happy with it, especially oh, yeah. because a. Lightside GOTB as well as General Grievous counters finally. Yeah. Maybe I can actually get it to work every time instead of some of the time. 
I'll tell you what, I don't worry about my Jedi Knight Revan team against anything anymore. It's just, it's a freaking juggernaut that, uh, it's nice being able, oh, I don't, I don't think I shared this story. I think that was this GA round, my, my opponent of round one, um, he had a general Grievous team. It was the four usual with Droideka instead of something else. And they were all at least Relic 6. The whole freaking team. And, um, yeah. Droideka at Relic 6. This was the first time that I have lost Joe Lee. And I don't know how long. He stacked up charge. Right. And Jolie was freaking full health. My Jolie has 140,000 health. And then if you add in the bonuses, he's he's getting close to 200. And he was damn near full health with some protection. And his freaking Droideka nuked him. Totally off the map. I was absolutely, <laughs> like, dumbfounded. Delete. I was like, did that really just happen? I still won pretty easily. Um, mm. But, uh, holy hell, I was so surprised. Yeah, that's that, that'll that do it. Yeah. that That's a great part about playing AI most of the times, is that uh, they don't think like a human, and their initial response isn't always to nuke Jolie, but when the AI decides that that's what they're gonna do, game over. Well, I mean, it, it was actually the it was definitely the right play. I mean, that was a human playing would have made <laughs> that same decision, rightfully so. But fortunately, I you know I'd done enough up till that point, I could still win. But that that's the closest yeah. match I've had in quite a while. And now I now I remember to look out for you know. Totally jack droidekas a little bit more often. <laughs> it's crazy. If that droideka looks like it's been working out, yeah, no, stay yeah, no away. Shit. Yep. All right. All right. So uh, on alt account, not so fast. I got oh, yeah, two. You accounts. haven't talked about your alt, <laughs> have you? All right. I did the thing. Haldo is now gear thirteen. So. Nice. I'm kind of curious how many people have Holdo at Gear 13. I know a lot of people probably do have done it in the last two weeks. I wonder how many would have done it if it wasn't a possible requirement. Because I would have. I'm totally on board with Holdo. But my Holdo's at Gear 13 now. AoE days, man. AoE days. Love it. She's she's tanky. Or she's a tank. But I don't never ever really felt like she tanks that well i'm hoping that with the uh with the stats you get from gear 13 and the extra protection and health that she just becomes a way better tank but we'll see so yeah Uh, oh i'm sure she will do you have a zeta on her i do very nice so yeah she's 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 a fun character now, I don't remember what the Zeta was. Oh, there it is. When another resistance ally loses foresight, Amelin Holder recovers 10% health. While Amelin Holder doesn't have taunt, all other resistance allies have plus 20% crit avoidance. I like it. Yeah. So, they, uh, she's not taunting. Hard to crit. Love it. Yep. 
crit avoidance is something we don't see a whole lot. So it's kind of nice whenever you find a character that does actually have some. No, that's yeah. Lost my train of thought. Anyways, resistance trooper. This is the one where I was saying I was on the same grind as you were. Uh, resistance trooper was gear eleven. So first I had to farm stun guns to get him to. Uh, it is a him, right? Him or her? <laughs> I don't yeah. know what resistance Pi- pilots trooper is. a girl. Resistance trooper is a guy, as far as I know. That sounds right. All right, so yeah, I got resistance trooper two gear. 12 this week and then i've been working on the gear 13 pieces but holy crap when he get hit gear 12 not a single plus no pluses available so i've been farming all the gear 12 pieces all the gear 12.5 pieces as well as the gear 13 finisher this dude's gonna take a little longer than the others did yeah that's but that's rough yeah it's i'm three out of I'm three out of six pieces now, but the problem is three different pieces needed Nubian security scanners. Ah, the scanners. 120 Nubian scanners, and I think when I started, I had 22. So, Damn. Yeah, it's a a little rough. I can imagine. Resistance Trooper now. Finn will be next. Finn is actually only two out of six, so he's going to be a very similar grind. Hopefully he doesn't need Nubian scanners. Let's see. Cross your fingers. Yeah, he needs med pack. I need a med pack. I need another med pack. So his thing is not scanners, they're med packs. Uh, Oh, he needs the scanners too. Yeah. (laughs) He needs a scanner and two med packs. Beautiful. Love it. You you know what I have found to be the big bottleneck? recently it's uh, i think it's the mark 7 med deals um it's the one that go with the health box for gear 12 um the uh, mark 6 med packs i yeah that's I, the one that's yeah. the one that uh finn needs two of they're brutal um you need so i need so many of them because like the uh, the the Mark Twelve Med Pack, you use them to craft that. You use them to craft the uh, the fusion furnace. Mm-hmm. You know those those two pieces alone. I just I cannot keep enough of them around. It's they're in the so thermal detonator as well. Oh yeah, they're in a lot of pieces. Yeah. yeah. Med packs ridiculous. Before I hit the scanners on Resistance Trooper, I thought med packs were definitely the worst, and they probably still are. Med packs are just my current worst, but med packs are terrible. Yeah. I hate those things. Yep. So that's what I've been doing. Just continuing to grind, continuing to grind uh, gear, as that's what this game is, and uh, do Grand Arena and territory battles. So. Very exciting. No. Very exciting. Very exciting indeed. You know what's more exciting? No. Let's just mention this. to One more territory battle to seven-star Wat Tambor. Yes. Uh, we are we are getting getting there ever so slowly. Well, Wat Tambor, by the way. Uh, somebody try this and let me know how it goes. Uh, Jedi Knight Revan Team Phase 2. I mentioned I got 27.8 million. 
I kind of like to know how Watt does in replacement for Hermit Yoda or possibly Jolie because Watt Tamworth, no one dies most of the time they don't die yeah most time people don't die and with Watt you can give the piece of tech to Grandmaster Yoda where he gets the 15% turn mirror at the beginning of an enemy turn and ignores defense against Scion that should be pretty nasty I would think you lose a little bit yeah, of speed and stuff, but I totally want to try that once I get him some sort. There's so many things I want to try with Watt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. We're just very restricted now by those dang stars. Do you know what? There's a lot of yeah. things I want to try with Kai Adamundi. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You're going to be waiting a while. going to be a hot minute. Yeah. But, oh, well. Um. Yeah. All right, moving on to a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, hey, Patreon people, update your address in Patreon if you want a sticker. I got a bunch of them shipped out this week. Uh, so, you know, let us know what you guys are doing with those when you get them. Um, Dude, I got mine today. And look at these things. Yeah, they're pretty snazzy. They're, these they? are really high quality, man. I yeah. didn't realize they were vinyl stickers. The vinyl stickers are great. They are. You can put legit. them on your car. You can put them on whatever you want. I love these things. But man, when I opened that box today, I was like, "These are not what I expected." I thought they were going to be the paper stickers, but oh yeah, vinyl stickers. These things are hefty. They'll last through anything. These are awesome. Uh, speaking of stickers, um, do you have that Twitch subscriber spreadsheet? I do. Mm. Right, we should in give, my, right in my face. We should actually. give away some stickers. Um, told you guys, get we subs in. We're going to do some giveaways this week. So let, let's give away some of these sweet new stickers. Let's do it. All right. Why I need a number between, between 1 and 40. Uh, 37. That is the number that I chose that ended up making me Zeta Stormtrooper Han. Which I do not regret. So, <laughs> all right. Well, our winner of the sticker, one sticker, we're going to give away three, right? Or yes, we're giving sir. three to one person. We're giving three away to three different people. All right. So, there you go. The first sticker goes to Rev J Ball. So, Rev J Ball, you are the winner. Very exciting. Um, Rev J Ball, hit me up on Discord. All of you Twitch wars, hit me up on Discord. Um, I just need your mailing information, and I can get one of these in the mail and sent right over to you. All right, I need two more numbers. Um, you know what? Big deal. Put thirty-two in the chat. Let's go with that. All right. It's thirty-six, thirty-five, thirty-four. Drew Nuts. I've heard of that guy. I know a I know a Drew Nuts. So he's the other winner. And what number are you picking for the last one? I will pick number seven because it was my favorite basketball player's number. And <laughs> another familiar name, Purse Dog. Ah, number seven. Purse so, dog, very nice. Purse dog is number seven. Seven is uh was Kevin Johnson for those wondering what basketball player. 
Famous Phoenix Sun, Kevin Johnson, number seven. All right. Very exciting. Very exciting. Exciting indeed. All right. Just for a. Uh... Never what? Mind. Go ahead. All right. Nothing. Why don't you tell everybody about this promotion we have going on the next week? This coming week. All right. So last week I talked about the blue giveaway. We're going to do it this time. Uh, we're going to do it this time as, as a way for everyone that either is on the live stream or listening to the podcast uh, has a chance to win. Not just a, you had to be there for all the, those. I'm going to use a word that I hate. FOMO. No one wants FOMO, right? <laughs> no. Bad FOMO. So, no no one's going to be missing out on this one. Uh, we're going to be doing a contest of everyone gets one entry. Way um, Basically what it is, I want to know what you think one of the ultimates for one of the Galactic Legends will be. So you can pick, you can pick Kylo or you can pick Rey. Pick one of the two. And come up with what you think an ultimate would be for them that fits with their faction. Uh, basically, you know, maybe if you did Ray, you'd want it to work with Expose or something. Or Foresight. I mean, uh, First Order, maybe you wanted to do something with Advantage. Maybe that will all fit together to make this work. I don't know. I want to know what your guys' thoughts on the ultimates for these two new characters are going to be. So everybody can come up with one ultimate and a description for it. The one we feel like makes the most sense isn't so overpowered that it makes no sense and seems like it would be the the closest to something we have never seen but could possibly see. Then that is the one we will pick for our blue giveaway winner. So for everyone that's interested in this, there are three ways to enter. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can send an email to theshatteredorder at gmail.com, or you can go onto the Discord. There's a channel that I created that is called GL Ultimate Competition under the podcast interaction category. So you can put them in there, send an email, or you can uh, hit us on Twitter. Our Twitter's at Shattered Order. And our Discord, if you want to get in there to put it in, is discord.me slash shattered order. So those are the three ways you can win. At the on the podcast next week, we will announce a winner and the winning uh, ultimate ability and its description, as well as we will read off a few of the uh, like a few of our backups to that, and maybe maybe there'll be something for those guys too. We'll see. But all right, I like it. That and one very important at. thing about that is it does need to be something that we think could happen. Yes, exactly. Because you can so, definitely go overboard with these type of things, but we're pretty excited to see oh, what you man. guys come up with. This should be fun. <laughs> it will be interesting. All so. right. Let's move on to this. Like, what are you yeah. even doing? Yeah. Do, you, do you even mod? <laughs> like, come on. Hashtag, do you even mod, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, mind blown. <laughs> oh now we're talking uh, i was hoping that if we talked about beating night sisters you would play the smash that ass sounder oh there's still time oh yeah there's there's there is certainly still time for that <laughs> all right um that that is probably what i should use for 
Whenever we talk about beating whenever we these talk about factions. beating teams, yeah. So, uh, Night Sisters is a frust can be a frustrating as hell team just because they're annoying as all hell and they keep coming back and they remove turn meter, they plague you, they kill you, they revive, they do all of it. There's nothing that this team does not have. So, I want to talk about taking. So how them do down. you beat them then? Because I, this is why I think one of the reasons we've, the reason I brought up this team, or maybe you did, I don't remember. I think I brought up the idea of going over another team, and I think you chose Night Sisters, and I think a reason that you chose them is that Gear Twelve you got this week. Yes, um, that is correct. Stark. But the other part is, uh, this is a team that you often see walls of in Territory Wars. Yeah. If you're unprepared, it can be very frustrating. So knowing what teams to keep off defense, to keep for offense for when you see these walls and the like is exactly why we're going over this. So, Yep, that is 100% true. And so the first one I want to talk about is Stark uh, and the rest of the Imperial Troopers. So the Imperial Troopers are a great solution if you're equally geared. It's a great way to go just because, the, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with, you know, these troopers that, you know, just kind of cater taking down Night Sisters. Um, but they're they're kind of a weak team in general. They operate a certain way and you kind of need a weak opponent to take them down. But... Knights is actually a really good team that the Imperial Troopers are capable of taking down, and they can go beyond their gear levels a little bit as far as, you know, beating better Knight Sisters than, you know, how well the Troopers are geared. So, um, but there are a few really important things you need to remember, and that is the biggest thing is Stark. Um... He is the engine that makes this team run. It is predicated on Veer's leader ability, the fact that he has the 20 bonus speed, and Imperial Trooper allies gain 20% turn meter when they gain a buff. So Stark opens with giving two buffs, which will give 20% turn meter to all Imperial Troopers. Now... For setting up this team, what I have done is I have made my team so that Stark is the fastest. I then have it to where he gives full turn meter to specifically Death Trooper. Death Trooper is the only one that is over that threshold number to get full turn meter, and that is because of his AoE. His AoE allows him to basically dispel all buffs, and if he doesn't dispel a buff, he increases your cooldown. And this is great because Daka... Asajj Ventress, and Mother Talzin. The three of them will not have buffs in the beginning, and this will increase their cooldowns. That will keep uh, Mother Talzin from AoEing you. It will keep Asajj from removing your buffs. Death Trooper being the second fastest is, is the absolute most important. Now, I want to talk about the speed specifically, uh, I've talked about this previously, but if you take Stark speed, uh, whatever your base speed is, add that 20% or sorry, that 20 speed bonus, take that speed and multiply it by 0.8 because 
Everyone else only needs to fill 80% of their turn meters. That number will be your speed threshold. Anyone over that number will get, be at a 100% turn meter. Anyone below that number will be short of a 100% turn meter. So have Death Trooper above that number. And then take that number, subtract 1, and make Veers or Range that speed. Then subtract one more and make the other one that speed. Um, kind of depending on how you want the team to operate. I see arguments for both sides of fears and range being next. Um, ultimately, I went with range being the third fastest. And that is because um, he is a really good damage dealer. And I want him to be gaining a lot of turn meter back. I don't care. Once Veers does his AoE... I don't particularly care what he does next. I want to get range cycled back around for his next turn. And so I want him to go first. Gotcha. Then, um, after you have two of them go, Snow or Shore Trooper. Shore Trooper is great because he gives more buffs. He gives crit immunity. He heals. Um, he also essentially remove speed from Asajj Ventress in the beginning and he is a force taunt at the beginning which keeps you know a fast spirit from stunning Stark or someone else who might be important so the that is all pretty crucial information making this team work the other big factor here is with uh you know short trooper once range and veers go short trooper should be up and hopefully be able to give some buffs and get death trooper cycled back around pretty quickly and because no at this point no one should be taunting you can use death trooper if he is modded correctly for lots of damage which is very important you want to use terminate and try to kill someone because they will not be able to be revived whether it is mother Towson or Asajj, it doesn't particularly matter if you're able to take out one of them, it will make things so much easier. And that, you know, that is basically my entire opening setup uh, for using these Imperial Troopers against Night Sisters. And then um, I like to take out Mother Talzin, Mother Talzin first because Plague is absolute disaster. But the problem is once you get rid of her, you need to deal with Asajj. Asajj is a problem because she will remove your buffs and she will suck all of your turn meter and that will get you into a terrible spot. Um, so, you know, she's somebody that you want to focus on either stunning or something along those lines. Uh, you know, days even because that will slow her down tremendously. Uh, ability block, which I think Veers does on his AoE. I, I want to say Death Trooper does something too, but... Um, you know, the cooldown days. Uh, he dazes on basic, but he does something else after he dazes if they're already dazed. Let me go check. Yes, he then, stuns them for a turn. Yeah, if they're dazed on his second turn. Yeah. So, um, you know, once you can control her, you can be in a pretty good spot, uh, you know, with this team. So, yeah, this is... Uh, 
I like this team just because it can be set up perfectly, and it's actually a hell of a lot of fun to run. And with Veers, you get the fifty percent. Uh, you get fifty percent turn meter whenever an enemy is defeated, and this is a good way to kind of keep your turn meter train going. Um, Snow works very well against weak weak teams whenever he can AOE and just gain a ton of turn meter. Um, but if he's not strong enough. Shore Trooper is the way to go. And yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of it with uh the Imperial Troopers. Um I think the only other thing I'd add is on Death Trooper specifically. I mod him with crit damage, triangle, and offense set bonus. And the reason I go with offense is because that bonus crit damage that Stark gives in the beginning. You're going to do a little bit more damage with an offense set. And, you know, the way I have my Death Trooper modded, that is kind of the route I went because I want him to absolutely nuke somebody whenever he comes around for a second turn for Terminate. All right, so I want to, before we go on to the next team, I want to bring up a website that some people might not know about. Okay. Including you. So we'll see. But... Okay. Have you ever been to this website? It's called it's this the link is not very intuitive. I think it's just the way the one that they're using to for what they're doing right now might change, who knows, but it's basically it's bobbybaxter.github.io slash swugga hyphen counters. And it's a website with a bunch of counters. I'm gonna bring it up on the stream so people can see this. Um basically it, it has counters for almost every team out there right now. Okay. And I'm going to ro- scroll down this list and tell you the teams that Imperial Troopers are hard counters for. Okay. All right. Emperor Palpatine Lee. No, that's not even. I'm already wrong. All right. So I'm Post moving. a link to that side in our show notes also. All right. Let me grab that. F- oh. Don't want to go there. <laughs> so if you guys want to check that out, uh, it'll be. It's in. I put before I started talking about. It, I posted it in. Uh, I posted it in Discord under the resources section. So if you need to find the link there, you can do that. But if you scroll down this list at, for hard counters, uh, they are not listed, as far as I can see. As hard counters to anything. That is kind of interesting. Including Night Sisters. Now they're listed as a hard counter to Night Sisters. But hmm. here's what it says Counter Team Imperial Troopers, Subs, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Stormtrooper, Shore Trooper. But the team they list is Veers, Stark, Range Trooper, uh, Range Trooper. Not Shore Trooper. What is this dude? Snow Trooper Snow. and Death Trooper. And the strategy says you need a strong, well-modded team. Must be extremely careful against Barris Offy if she has a Zeta. If Barris is in that team, and Troopers gain more from deaths than old Daka or all Asaz Ventress, you need fast skills and a lot of them. Basically, very similar to what you said. So if you have a modded team the way you're talking about, then it will go well. But like you said. Plague and uh, your plague and Asajj taking away those buffs can be really hurtful. 
but they are yes right there sure. on the counter list. So I thought that was interesting. I want to talk about some of those other ones that aren't on our list here in a second, but go ahead and move on to your second one. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. Second one is bounty <laughs> hunters. Um. Bounty hunters are basically my go-to. Um. I that Django can, Zeta. Yes, I have Django Django's lead Zeta. Bosk and Django are actually both quite quite good against Night Sisters. Um, you, you know, I think that either one of them can work extremely well. However, Django lead is I would say better for territory war, and Bosk is probably better for Grand Arena Championship. And the reason I say that is because the boss lead is great at recovering health and protection. However, it's a little bit less risk adverse. Uh, the Django lead, I, I, I never have an issue with Django lead. It is, it is basically a hundred percent lock. Um, and I mean, I'm talking full like relic night sisters. I, I still don't have a trouble have trouble but my bounty hunters are modded very well um but even still i can you know take out nice they're modded and geared more than my bounty hunters uh with Django lead and i don't worry about it with bosk it's not quite the same but it is easier to get 60 banners or 61 banners if you're using a short team or not um you know in uh grand arena a lot of times in grand arena I, you know i will just go in with four bounty hunters against night sisters um it's a little bit risky but it works pretty well um i do i love that team it's great because with the unique uh zeta on Django, he can do his uh shrapnel blast and take out like mother Talzin. i mean Django can hit for some massive numbers same with boba you can execute Mother Talzin, or more importantly, can execute Spirit. Um, and then she won't mm-hmm. come back at all. You know, it uses the foresight that she has against her. So Boba is great against her for that reason. Um, so, wa- as a reminder, I love to tell you guys what Django's leads, or not lead, uh, Django's uh, unique. That's the word I'm looking for. Unique Zeta is its enemies defeated on his turn cannot be revived. On, yeah. For Django. So anytime he defeats someone when he has the Zeta, they don't come back. And with the Night Sisters, you know that can be a massive problem and annoyance that yep. can turn the tide of battle for you. So with his Zeta, uh, enemy units cannot be revived. And if you're. And the same thing goes for Boba Fett. Execute. Um, if this attack defeats the target, they cannot be revived, and Boba Fett reduces his cooldowns by one. So, yeah, between Boba and Django with the Zeta against Night Sisters, very, very helpful as far as keeping. Because not only is it annoying when uh, Zombie sacrifices himself and brings people back twice. But then you got Daka out there if they're Zeta'd and Gear 13 and just stacking health like crazy. If you're not killing her first, she's just bringing everyone back as well. So that yep. execute 
and not coming back is like the death knell for that team. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. So yeah, I, this, I honestly, I've, I've do it on my alts because my bounty, I got them up on the screen. You can see them, but I, all my bounty hunters on my, well, my top five team on my alt is all relic two. So I've not nice. met a night sister team. I, didn't like <laughs> yeah but nice. so yeah very good one cool um oh and dangar is super important for both of those teams um fortunately he doesn't need as much gear as everyone else i've got mine at gear 12 i stacked up with crit chance and he is absolutely amazing absolutely amazing <laughs> um all right, the next team is a team I'm wondering if you have much experience with because I don't. Treya. Yes, I do. I so, My experience is with Treya is my Treya isn't very high. I think my Treya... I think they're gear 12. Yeah, so Treya, Sion, and Nihilus are all gear 12. So they're not super high. My experience is against non-relic night sisters as a counter they're amazing treo with uh this triumvirate works really well for me but once you start getting into zetas and uh relics on the night sisters i have a hard time just because mine aren't geared or maybe what, what, they're not modded the right way but what what yeah, gear they, levels are we talking like 11 or 12 12 so i've got okay. my all mine are at 12 and Maybe one or two relics on a Night Sister team. I can take them out. Uh, if they're fully Z- relic, I'm not even trying. You know, if Doc is relic seven and the rest are gear twelve, then I'm not going to try it. But the team does really well against them, and it has to do with uh, Scion taking away, able to take away Scion and Nihilus able to take away that taunt off of Zombie, as well okay. as being able to. Isolate zombie, making sure you can get the kills on the people you want. That makes and sense. And continually taking off that taunt and going after the people you want to and not him. Um, you got the Annihilate. They can't come back from. So you take out Daka or you take out, you know, any of the big players there. It just works really well. And I feel like if I had them, if I had them relicked out, I would def not relicked out, but relicked at all. I would take them against Night Sisters all the time because, in my experience, the ones I've actually gone against where I didn't know I was overpowered, it's been really easy to beat. Interesting. So, yeah, I love Treya versus Night Sisters. I do it all the time in GAC um, because if I see Night Sisters on defense, a lot of the times people have put them on defense because they're not super geared because they save their geared teams for offense. So most of the time I see a Night Sister team, I will save them. I usually save Knights or Treya, their Triumvirate for Geos or Night Sisters. Those are the two teams I love to take that three man team against. Because not only you can beat it, but you also get the extra banners for uh, undermanning it. Yes. So. Yep. I love undermanning teams. That's my favorite thing about Treya, Scion, and Nihilus. I mean, 
they're, they're such an amazing team. My Darth Nihilus dies constantly, though, it seems like. My Scion, I loaded... He's got, like, 75,000 health at gear 12. He's super tanky, and uh, he's been so much better since I uh, remodded him like that, but... Um, yeah, it's weird that they, like... It's it's funny, they've fallen out of the limelight, the Triumvirate, uh, with yeah. all the new characters and everything that's been going on, but they are still a really, really good team. And you don't even have yeah. to have people around them, because sometimes I'll throw like an extra Sith in with those three to have one empty spot still, but have a little bit more something for those Geos to continue to smash against before I can get off the Scion AoE while they're low on health. But it's almost a deterrent because, like, usually I'll put Dooku in there, and he dies instantly, so you don't you lose points. And then on top of that, it's just it's not helpful because they end up getting more uh, turn meter and turns, and then they heal themselves before you can kill them all quickly. So... Yeah, the yeah. Trivet on the, their own as a three-man team is just really good still. Not talked about a lot anymore, but they are really good. It's one of the best yeah. undersized squads in the game, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, I agree. Definitely one of the best. The I'm going to look at this counter site from the ones that we weren't, uh, we didn't discuss, but are listed there. And you tell me what you think on some of these. And some of these, I would say, are overkill, like Jedi Knight Revan. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, There's no business talking about Jedi Knight Revan or General Grievous or... Yeah, General uh, Grievous is ridiculous. AoE, they're gone. Like, Yeah, like, you're not going to do that against Night Sisters team. It's just, it's it's ridiculous. But they've got, like you said, they've got as hard counters, as opposed to the Imperial Troopers listed as soft counter, but they've got uh, Bosk and Django, both leads listed as uh, counters. Yep, I agree. And it's interesting is the Bosk lead is a underman team. It's left, the, the four they say are necessary is Bosk, Boba, Django, and Dengar. That's the four. 100% agree. Yep. That's the team I usually use. Uh, another interesting one, Bastila lead. That's one that people have been using for a long time. They have Bastila, yep. Jolie, Yoda, uh, GK, and Ezra. That's a good team for people that may not have, you know, JKR or Padme. Great um, point. At that point, it, because this does use some characters that would... players. Yeah, this is a team that would take apart you know, Galactic Republic and JKR and even Phoenix, if you have them geared up, but it is a counter and I've used, seen it used in our alt guild. Yep. Uh, interesting. Another one, first order with crew, crew, Kylo executioner, first order officer and stormtrooper. So have you ever I'm curious if you've ever done that one. I feel like it's something that you would know about with your first order, but I'm not totally sure. I feel like I've seen you talk about it before. Um, I've only used first order once against Night Sisters, and I think I took Watt in, and 
it was a weaker Knights. I mean, it, it wasn't even relatively close. It was a pretty weak Knights sister team, though, so I, I don't really have a strong opinion either way on how well that would work. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but it's one of those teams that, I don't know, I so just... Mm. It lists those, let me read off the strategy. It says, the, the Kylos take reduced damage from Plague. Kylo Ren unmasked leadership can heal Plague, if Zated. Night Sisters have no anti crit mechanics and no way to stop the turn meter train. Yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree, but I don't know if see I don't have a my first order aren't great, but I don't know what I would use them against anyway. So this might be something if I did start gearing them, I might give that a try. But it's it's not. It wasn't my first thought. So when I saw it on the list, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And this is specifically Mother Towsonly. They don't have this listed as um, an Assage lead counter, uh, which is probably because of the the turn meter reduction mechanic, primarily. Yeah, so um, I wonder if there's... Here's one interesting one. I don't, I'm curious if you tried it. They do list as a hard counter Thrawn Troopers with Thrawn lead... Uh, Range trooper, death trooper, shore trooper, and fill in last slot with an, an imper- with an imperial trooper or empire. So I guess the fourth one doesn't matter. Yeah, but um, yeah, I could totally see that. Um, you know, Th- Thrawn's. I mean, Thrawn's kind of amazing. Uh, <laughs> no question about it. But, um. You know, Death Trooper is the key in Imperial Trooper teams to taking them out just because of the cooldown increase and the death mark or terminate, um, just being able to prevent the revives. And, you know, of course, days never hurts. Um, and this seems kind of interesting just because Thrawn, of course, has the ability to get rid of Taunt, has the ability to gain turn meter, gives everyone the ability to. Rem- to uh to gain a fifty percent turn meter and remove a debuff, which is huge. So, yeah, I, I mean, the Thrawn with troopers totally makes makes sense. Um, What's well, interesting? Just, you looked between Night Sister Talzin lead and uh, Night Sisters with Ness, which is a uh, a. Asajj common T dub team, yeah. yeah, common T dub team, but the the counter list drops dramatically. So, oh yeah, if you're for looking sure. for a night sister team and a place to put your nest, as far as counters go, that one is a lot better off than your nights regular night sister Talzin lead. And you know you're not going to see night sisters with nest very often in Grand Arena. You see it all the time, Territory War. Um, mm-hmm. At least kind of where we're at in the game. And that kind of does change things because with Ness not being in there, you have better options with Imperial Troopers, Emperor Palpatine, all of these teams that have turn meter mechanics, turn meter gain mechanics. Um, Ness can totally shut that down and that can be a huge problem. Uh, so, you know, Emperor Palpatine is another one they kind of list on here, which I totally agree with. Uh, you know, can be quite good, but it also kind of works the same as Thrawn Troopers, in which um, Death Trooper is great on the team. Thrawn is great on the team. Um, 
you kind of just want to work debuffs to keep gaining turn meter and just kind of get them into a stun lock is kind of the idea generally with Emperor Palpatine. Of course, it can work. Um, another team on here that I really like are the Bugs. The Bugs are absolutely fantastic against Lancers, especially equally geared ones. They can absolutely take them down 60 banners in Grand Arena. Uh, just because they have so much healing and recovery, and they have terminal reduction, they have dispel, la la la, la you know, so much, so much going on. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, they could definitely go right around a zombie. He just has no, uh, he has no way of stopping them. Yep. So that is so true. Oh, interesting uh, discussion that we actually had in our Discord today regarding bugs. Um, the t- Talking about, you know, how they mass attack. They do it in a certain order. And that that order is essentially based on the way they are in your starting lineup. This is kind of the same issue with fives. You know, the fact that fives kind of needs to be in your fifth slot to be most effective uh, you know, it just reduces the risk of something bad going on um, because whenever an event happens, while it looks like it happens at the same time, it starts at the top and works its way down. So happens first to your leader, then to your second, then to your third one. And it's kind of the same with the bugs in which you can kind of set them up to where, you know, it's Sunfock, to dispel and then have uh Juno's soldier to tenacity down and then spy to damage and then finally have poggle to ability block you know reduces chances of there being foresight increases chances of tenacity down all that sort of stuff so you know there's a little bit of strategy there as well and kind of maximizing that will also be beneficial against these night scissors just because it's important to ability block it's important to get rid of the buffs all that sort of stuff so yeah i will most definitely be moving my squad builder team around just to make sure that every time i click on it i'm getting that lineup because i know we had that discussion before is in territory battles that's uh about i wish i've taken so many videos of where that even with tenacity down you don't land uh ability block but i want i want what's his name poggle in the last slot shooting last every time just to give him the best chance to get that ability block because it is so crucial in almost any of the missions you do with geo notions to keep those aoe's off because some of those aoe's just absolutely in the run so for sure happy to to switch those around and again the uh the lineup is gba first then sunfock then geo soldier geo spy and poggle in the last spot um so yeah just just a thing for optimizing basically um so are there any other teams on here that you find particularly interesting or worth trying? So, some of them I like, uh, you know, I'm not too crazy about most of the ones we mentioned, I think are pretty good. Um, and 
pretty solid in general as long as you're relatively close on gear level. There's not many teams that can take down Night Sisters without being super OP or having similar gear levels. I mean, if you're if the Night Sisters kind of have you out relict, good luck. I mean, it's just one of those teams. There's one on here. And it doesn't have a description. It's listed as a soft counter. So you wouldn't want to take it against some of the higher up teams. Or maybe you would, depending on what the gear levels on these two is. But if you click on the, the picture of Rex there in the soft counters, look at the two characters. And literally, it's only two. Oh, yeah. Rex and Wampa. Yeah, I mean, Rex, you know, throw in some Stormtrooper Han with him, too. And, you know, light it up. Um that that's actually super interesting. Uh, that that's something I should work on. Is like a solid night sister counter using Wampa. Um, like I said, that stormtrooper Han Wampa Watt team that I've been using is just nasty. I bet that would probably be pretty good against night sisters too because they don't. Here's they what don't... I would throw in. Okay. To that team, and this is why it never works for me when I've tried it. Plague absolutely wrecks Wampa. So if you're going to run Rex Wampa, I feel like you got to have a healer there, which is a lot of the time why a lot of people will use Hoda with that team to make yeah, sure he's, he's being amazing. Healed. But if you can't use Hoda because he's in like your JKR team, you're going to have to find another uh, healer. They got listed on here, Baze Malbus and Shirt Imway. That would be an interesting two to add in there. Because you do get the double dispel with Bays as well as the health equalization from Chirrut, but he can't heal you high enough to get rid of Plague. So that's the only reason I'm I would worry about him because obviously with equalization you're never going to hit 100 percent because you're taking it from everyone and redistributing. And one of his Zetas gives him additional health seal too. Um, health still is kind of big because even once he loses health, he can still recover health. And, and you know, modding Wampa for insane health is a great idea anyway. If you're going to be using him at all, you know, a couple health primaries, a health set, like that's kind of the way to go. Just because he gets bonus offense and the protection up and all that stuff for that. Um, so I highly suggest uh, health on Wampa. Great way to go. But, um, yeah, that with the days is pretty interesting. And the way he has the ramping offense, um, kind of similar to Asajj. They both have ramping offense. But if you have a Stormtrooper Han taunting constantly, I'm not sure what they would do because they can't get around. They can't get around the taunt. Um, They would have to... (laughs) You'd have to watch out for Asajj's heal. I think that's the only way she could get rid of it. Yeah, but as long as he has protection, he would be taunting. Oh, so yeah, that's true. She'd remove taunt oh, and get about- it right back. With right, right, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I for- to- so, forgot that you had thrown Watt in there. Yeah, I- I'm actually... I mean, that would be a pretty interesting... So, I guess after this territory battle, we're about to be into a next territory. I'm going to try this. I I am going to risk it and give this a shot against a Sister team. I'll probably find 
a couple, you know, a team with a couple relics and just kind of see how it goes. But there's no reason this team shouldn't absolutely crush the Knights. Because at some point, Wampa is going to be doing so much damage. You know, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, huh. <laughs> kind of interesting. Um, uh, Joker said, Shirt gives health over time buffs every hit, right? Which would, uh, Wampa could good use of those. And that made me go, look, uh, it's actually whenever a rebel ally is critically hit, they gain heal over time. So he couldn't make use of the heal over time. Right. Unfortunately. But if you can use, if you were using Chirrut and you could use him to keep Wampa alive long enough, Wampa would just roll through. I really do like this idea of trying, if you were to try the uh, Stormtrooper Han Wampa combo. And even if you threw Watt in there to try to use your Watt in that case, that would leave you with a lot. Now, obviously, you'd be using Watt, but I feel like that's still a good trade-off because you're not breaking up one of your good teams. You're using a, you know, a secondary team to take yeah. out a Night Sister team. I think that would be real... I mean, an interesting one. So if you do give that a look, let us know how it goes. Oh, I think it's pretty safe to say that I will definitely at least give it a look and see. <laughs> um, sounds good sounds to me. way too interesting now to uh, not try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, very, very cool. L- look at that theory crafting going on here. Um, damn Mine's pesky Night work. Sisters. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, anything else you want to kind of touch on about Night Sisters at all? No, I don't think so. All right. Watch this. Watch this transition. You know what else happens at night? I don't. Why don't you? We tell podcast me? at night. Ah, that's true. And on this that's podcast, uh huh, we use blue microphones equipment. Oh, do we? <laughs> We do. So I just wanted to say thank you to Blue Microphones for sponsoring this podcast. We appreciate you and your great products. We got these awesome spark mics we use, the satellite headphones, and all the other microphones they've used, given us what is the Yeti Yeti Nano? I remember I that is the loudest jazz I've ever heard. The The Yeti Nano, which I used from a hotel room to podcast when I was in California, and didn't (laughs) drop off in sound. There are a lot of really great things about Blue Microphones. If you're getting into content creation, you're playing games. I use this to play uh, Apex Legends and Destiny and Jedi Fallen Order, and to talk to my teammates in those games i still use all this stuff so it works for everything so if you're interested in their stuff go to bluedesigns.com check out their stuff they got really awesome products for sure sorry i had to end it that jazz was blowing my eardrums (laughs) oh oh you should have told me i didn't realize it was. i did but no one heard it (laughs) oh my internet's being fussy all right, why don't we Chicken go to bottom. This? I wish I could hear something. <laughs> Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. 
Alrighty, update or lack of updates. Um, man, hasn't been much out, but we did get one interesting bit of news, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about the fact that we now know 13 required units will be required for each Galactic Legend character. That's going to leave a few guys out, and, um... If we were talking huh. Empire, I know it would be Jerry. Keep the meme alive. <laughs> yeah, no Sorry, kidding. Sorry, Jerry. But yeah. otherwise, I don't know who's out. Well, why don't why don't we look at it and let let's start let's go over both factions and kind of just discuss who all there is and who might be required. All right. Let's do that. Uh, all right, so let's start with the first order, of which there are 10 characters currently and four ships. That's 14 total. I'm going to go ahead and add in the first order capital ship that we know about, taking the total to 15. Now, that leaves 10 characters, four ships, 13 total. I think. There obviously have to be ships included, so I'm not sure what ships I think are going to be required. I think that's where we need to start is by looking at the ships and seeing what's required. What do you think? All right. So there's 10 characters and how many ships? Uh, Four plus the capital ship. Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't think the capital ship. You don't don't think the capital ship? I don't think the capital ship, because I think when this released, and by the time we would get that capital ship, I don't think that it would be enough time to do it. Unless unless this is a tiered event where there's one, two, three, and four, and the fourth tier of the event isn't going to come out for like two to three months after the capital ship comes out. But if the entire event drops at once where you have if you have all four uh layers done, you can do the whole event, then I would say it is. But I'm not sure. Like that's something we haven't talked about where it might be where an event where the first unlocks that you first required things are one week, and then the next week, if you have the second ones done, that part of the event's done. And then the third week, if you have the third one done, the third part goes. That would add an extra month of time to farm. And so I think that would add, if we get those capital ships soon, that would add enough time for them to come out. I'm not doing the math on time here in my head. It feels like that would be enough time for the ship, the capital ship to go free to play within a week of the fourth part of the event opening up. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, If they they run it the tiered way, I can see the capital ship. If not, I see the capital ship being the capital ship that we get, but only as an event unit, like many other events where the capital ship is given to you. Um, So I think the capital ships are going to be required just because they are doing one for each of them. They're going to be difficult to get, and I think it could be a soft way of making everything required. It could be a situation in which they require, let's see. So the first order cap or sorry, the first order ships that we currently have in game 
is the First Order TIE Fighter, the First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter, uh, Kylo Shuttle, and the TIE Silencer. So, with crew already being a requirement, I'm going to say the TIE Silencer will be a requirement. Um, The First Order TIE Fighter, that one seems logical. I don't know where the Special Forces TIE Fighter would fit in, unless it was in a Legendary event. But Legendary is often... The counter, uh, you know, the counter faction. So that would be resistance in that situation. So I'm not sure that that's how they'll go about it. Um, I feel like the event would be too, a ship event would be too easy if they're doing a ship event. Or too hard with only three ships. I feel like you have to have all four of these ships in there. But here's the counter to that. There's only okay. three resistance ships. So if, it, if both true. sides are even, one of these is out. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Um, because throwing out the whole argument of whether or not you're going to need the capital ship, you're going to... The ship part aspect of it will probably be even. Now... That's... Yeah. I, I think I know, agree so. with you there. So... Um, so who is the character that you, or do you think there will be a character that's left out at all? Uh, 10 characters. Okay. Let's, let me, whoops. Oh, I click it on that. That doesn't work. All right. Let so me open back up the character. If you're not for screen. sure, we have Kylo Ren on mass, first order stormtrooper, Kylo Ren, first order executioner, first order officer, captain phasma, first order tie pilot, General Hux, Sith Trooper, and First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot. God, that's a long name. Um, All right, hot take. I got my two I'm keeping out. Okay. Let's do this. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren and Phasma. If you're including the capital ship. If you're not including the capital ship, I'll throw back in Kylo Ren. But here's the thing. Kylo Ren unmasked Kylo Ren. Two Kylos. Are you really going to require two Kylos in a cinematic event? And then on top of that, I Captain agree. Phasma, not in the last movie. Everybody else is. So if you count up the characters along with a capital ship and the four ships, then you're working with 13 characters. If you take out one of the ships and you only use three, like we were talking about, and you still include the capital ship, then we'll throw Kylo Ren back in. Okay. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the requirements was to have a Zeta Captain Phasma lead. I could see them doing an odd requirement like that to kind of try to break the <laughs> just the hoarding that people are going to be doing. Um, just weird requirements to make people spend. Maybe not have gear requirements, but a Zeta. Well, I think Phasma will be required. All right. Alternative theory. First order TIE pilot. First order TIE pilot and first order special forces TIE pilot. If you take both of them out and you keep the capital or and you keep the capital ship idea, both of them 
their ships will probably if their ships are both required, then you're probably not going to require them. Yes. And that's what I was saying earlier. There would be a way, you know, where they could require a character ship, but not the character, which in turn essentially makes them requ- makes all of them required, you know. Um, yeah. And so I can also is- see this. I We're past the point of spoilers on Rise of Skywalker. Yes. So if anyone hasn't absolutely. seen the movie, pause for five minutes and you'll be good. But I can also see Sith Trooper not being a requirement. Because honestly, I we saw no. him for two minutes in the movie. He's a lock. An absolute lock. Not cinematically, that's for sure. They were barely in the movie for all the hubbub. Uh, Let me no, ask you, he's... where do you remember seeing them in the movie? I know where they were, I'm... but I'm just saying. If you were to go back and think about it, you're like, where did I even see the Sith Troopers? On Exodus or Ex- Exegol? Not Exodus. The well, only time you saw the um... Sith Troopers was when uh, Finn was trying to take out the shield and they came running out on top of the uh, Star Destroyer. That's the only time you see Sith Troopers in the movie. So, Sith Trooper is an absolute requirement because he's a new character that just got released. Him and Hux. The, the, two, the requirements for those two will probably be like Gear 12. Have a Gear 12 Hux and a Gear 12 Sith Trooper. Or Gear. maybe they'll make it Gear 12 7 Star since Hux can get to Gear 12 at any star level um but i i I think it's a lock that they'll be required because that's the only way to make people spend um and i think i agree with you the two tie pilots they could make a requirement through their ship to get the capital ship that you actually need um and then you'd be in a spot where you would have the five first order ships and you would have those eight other characters without those two pilots. I th- yep. I think that's my that's my prediction. I'm I'm with you on the pilot thing, but I think it gets muddy when you if we're talking about three or four of the ships need being required. Because I think if it's all four required, then those two pilots are out. But if it's only three, yeah, they might require the pilot. But it also depends. Like, okay, so I guess I should probably go ahead and mention this. Um, I mentioned the phasma thing being a possible requirement, the phasma lead, because just to put a stop to Zetas or something. What if? These ships, their shards had to be purchased from the fleet store. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you? What, what do you mean you'd be okay with that? Why? It's the only place to buy Zetas. Because it's not get really? one. <laughs> oh my it's god! Not mindless okay. clicking on Zetas every time. That's fair. Um, so I, I've actually quit buying Zetas. I am hoarding my fleet arena currency for this reason. Um, I am very concerned that that's something that they're going to do. Um, I mean, 
<laughs> Imagine they threw it in like a la General Grievous into the shard shop. I'd riot. I would literally <laughs> riot. There's no way. There's no freaking way. Because um, there's got to be some sort of twist to getting these ships. They're not just going to give them to us. And using an opposing faction or the same faction even is limited due to the few number of ships. Uh, so I- I'm not really sure what the hell I think they're going to do. All right, what about resistance? What do you think on resistance? Who's going to be the odd man out? So now that we've talked about having no clue on first order, let's talk about our zero clues on resistance. Exactly. All right, so resistance has 11 characters and three ships, I believe. Uh, 13 characters and three ships. We'll be oh, four. With yeah, that, right, 13. I'm- Sorry, I'm... I'm looking at these two lines thinking they were five on the screen. You see it. There's six, six, and then the one on the bottom line. So that's what throwing a capital ship. That's four plus 13, 17. So now you got to get rid of four of them. Uh, yes. All right. Well, here we go. Holdo. I think Holdo's out. Okay. Gosh, I don't even know where you go from there. And Holdo would then still be a requirement if you have the capital ship in. So, because she's obviously going to be the uh, the captain for that ship. So, Grande says, and you know, veteran Han and veteran Chewie will be needed somewhere. I don't know that, and I completely <laughs> disagree. I don't think they will be required at all. I think that that would be the ultimate, you know, slap in the face of the players to say, we're giving you all this time to prepare, but we're not going to even hint that Resistance Han or Resistance Chewie are involved at all. And I call them Resistance Han and Chewie. They're not even that. They're just uh, veteran smugglers. They don't even have a Resistance tag. I do not see that happening. It does sound like I'll, a move CG would make, but I don't see that's it. That's fair. I, I suspect we'll probably see something here pretty soon. Um, so I think Resistance Hero Finn and Poe are definite locks. They're not getting left out. If somebody gets left out, I think it's going to be an older character. Uh, Scavenger Ray, wasn't she? She was used to get Ray Jedi training. Um,. So, given that she's another version of Ray, I think I would eliminate her. I think I would eliminate... Here's the question. R2-D2 and 3PO, do you think they would actually require them? Because they've already... That's that's who I I was going to say that might get thrown out. But that doesn't fit everyone's veteran Han and Chewie scenario since Chewbacca was in all the movies. So they'd have to be left in. We I, all know, I'll, like, as far as chat goes, I, we all know veteran Han and veteran Chewie were in the movies. We all knew that when the Resistance were around, yeah. as far as Chewbacca goes, he was there with the Resistance. Are we really going to say that Han was part of the Resistance? 
That's not saying they're part of the resistance. I, I can't see where they're going. I just I I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't see it. I, I don't see it don't at all. And as far happen. as hints go, no. Even if Resistance Han or God, I keep saying that Veteran Han and Veteran Chewie were in the video for Resistance Hero Finn, that in itself makes zero sense. So maybe, maybe the only thing you can glean from that is as a hint. But if they're going to hint that these characters are needed and then brag about giving you all this time to prepare, they need their hints to be a little more clear than that. That's terrible. Well, the thing with the vets is they were already required to get RJT. If you have RJT, you've got the vets. I would find it surprising if they used requirements to get one of these characters as a requirement to get the next tier of that character. If that makes sense. That I just, I find it kind of unlikely. Um, And I'm trying to think more in terms of this movie because they are, you know, it's, um, yeah, Grande, but the first order get BB-8 things different. It's, that's a different faction. It's not like in that. You know, first order is over here, and then requiring them for resistance, I think, is a little bit different. The first order, they don't really have it. There are no legendary characters there at all. They're all easily farmable, you know. Um, so, Chicken Bottom makes a good point. Vet Han might be required for Kylo. You know what's interesting is if they were going to throw those two in, I bet they would split them up one for each side. If they did. And that would be really veteran, interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I will be honest. Veteran Han for First Order, I could totally see. Veteran Chewie, no. Veteran Han, I I, I could see it. I don't know, I, guys, honestly. I, I, I could just, see it. Interesting. I'm, I'm going off the thought that unless they are added with the resistance tag or reworked, what a waste to get those yeah. guys up you know and then to not have a clear and present hint when you're bragging about giving people all this time that is super annoying that is why well, i don't want to believe it that's why i think when most people listen to this we will they will know more than we know now i think because tomorrow here's the thing we will see po- another yes. announcement i was gonna say here's the thing about doing the podcast on a thursday when we do it on Fridays, we give them the entire week to put out their information. But a lot of the times they put out information on Fridays. So by the time you're hearing this, you might already know that we were wrong. They can't prove us right because obviously there's two more layers of this of these requirements to be released. But yeah. Yep. And so the other thing, you know, you have these various tiers of the quest and the first three levels of the quest all have three requirements, and then the final one has four. And it's interesting that there are, you know, a total of 13 requirements there, and, you know, they say 13 total units will be required, which does make me think that each of those is a different, you know, character, and that they might not... At first, I was thinking they might be doing something weird like... um you know zeta on somebody i guess that would be a requirement though that would be requiring that unit i don't know we'll see we will see um 
just made a bet in the chat. Okay. For everyone to know. My side of the bet for a steak dinner. Okay. And I don't think they're required. Our good Is friend Grande Patron believes that uh, they're both required. And to be clear, Grande thinks both of them will be required. I believe that is. I believe that is it. Alrighty. So, both or nothing, he says. All right, that's the bet. Alrighty. I'm in. Full tilt. Let's go. Um. Oh, and just to be clear, is this, uh, is this required to get each legendary? So is it like if veteran Hans required for um Kylo and veteran Chewie's required for Ray? Is that still a win for Grande? I believe. You know what? I'm if both of them are required, whether they're split or together. Okay, I'm still taking the side that we're getting neither. So, yeah. Okay. There you go. All righty. Well, we will see how that goes. Um. All right. Uh. So we had another question that was actually in our Patreon Q and A that we kind of wanted to mention that we thought would be interesting. Will the requirements for these characters be significantly lower than the uh, the requirements where I got the Relic 5 and Relic 7? What do you think? Um, see, I, I, here's how I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to say no. And this might be totally different than the Patreon QA last week. I say don't. I don't think that the requirements will be lower, and this is why. Ooh, These events really? go on forever. That's so true. I don't think they're going to build the event for the here and now. I think it's going to be built forever. And I think that the requirements are going to be equal across the entire thing. That way, everybody knows, regardless of if the event's coming out here, we're going to make the requirements lower so that people can do it. I think that they would rather make the requirements the same over the entire thing so that over time the event keeps the integrity that they wanted to have for these characters. That is what I I think will happen. And I don't think that if they do do harder requirements on newer characters, they're trying to screw people. I think the point is this event is being built for the long haul and that's why they would all be similarly similar requirements if you catch my drift and they have already stated that not all characters will require relics but um i guess this question was specifically about the newest characters um and like i said i could totally see the newer characters being like a gear 12 requirement um, but also be seven star because that still forces a pretty serious farming, you know, to kind of get them ready. Uh, if no, if relic isn't required, gear 12 will be. That's my belief. Yes, that, that I agree with 100%. That is 100%. All right, you ready to go? This next thing, I want to. One last thing, based on this okay. last comment from Grande. We don't even know if these characters are good. <laughs> Here's the p- funny part about that. Yeah, they don't either, because they're still developing them. 
Well, the other part to that is I feel like if you're building a team to be good with a synergy team, but you've already told us that they're going to be good outside of their synergy team, there's a lot of characters that are built to be used with everyone and not as good as the top tier people. And then there are those that are built for synergy that end up at the top tier. It, it, I'm curious whether they're more of a Watt Tambor or more of a Stormtrooper Han. Or whether they're more of a Thrawn or more of a Wampa. You know, or more of a Hoda. I mean, Hoda yeah. and Wampa are good. Stormtrooper Han's good in multiple teams, but they're not top tier, I, right? So the no, question is whether they're built to be in more teams and that takes away from their synergy or if they write a giant book on these characters that makes them good in both and a, and more like a Thrawn or a GK. So I like the comparison of Watt and Hermit Yoda because you can stick them on literally any team and they are incredibly useful. Um, and they could just take that kind of same premise and just up it a little bit you know have that type of kit with damage and have some super amazing characters wouldn't surprise me at all another good point quest level requirements does not mean you can beat them with those requirements that is true we have seen that more than once they're usually pretty good about the suggested levels, though. I mean, as far as... Suggested are usually higher than required. They're usually too well, the <laughs> Well, yes. But um, you can always do it with less, you know, more of a minimum, but it's just difficult. So we'll see. All right, let's 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 move on to this next thing. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. I think it's my turn to feel the pain. It is your turn to feel the pain. All right. Well, I require one that is at least a given like BB-8 was. Okay. All right. (laughs) You ready to do this? I think I'm ready. So if you don't know, last week we started something new. When we don't have trivia from Tesh, we will pull characters, read their specials, and uh, see if our our co-host can guess who that special belongs to. Last week, Wink went two for five, I think. With a BB-8 e- special that included secret intel, so very yes. easy. So, yeah. All right, so here we go. All right, let's do it. Dispel, dispel all debuffs on this character. Deal physical damage to all enemies and daze them for two turns. This character gains protection up 150% until the next time this ability is used, which can't be dispelled or prevented. It's protection up that can't be dispelled or prevented? Yes. It's 150% protection up. Is that supposed to be the easy one? 
I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right, read it one more time. Dispel all debuffs on this character. Deal physical damage to all enemies and daze them for two turns. This character gains protection up 150% until the next time this ability is used, which can't be dispelled or prevented. This is supposed to be the easy one. I already know. Yes, it is. Protection that can't be dispelled or prevented. Yes. So it's, but I don't feel like the character I'm going to say does AOE days. You, you can't miss this one. Come on. I've got two characters in my head. Who are the two characters? Padme and Holdo. But I don't feel like Holdo can be dispelled or prevented. No. Neither of them? Really? No! Wait, no, no! Bastel. Oh! <laughs> no! Is it? Wait, Bastelus is a unique for the protection. Do, do you want me to tell you the name of this ability? Sure, if that helps. It is called Icebreaker. Oh! <laughs> Wampa. <laughs> it's Wampa. It is Wampa. All right. <laughs> I forgot oh. that he had undispellable protection. Because I'm like, Holdo does AOA days. Uh, you know, what's her face? Padme does the protection thing. Confirmed. Wampa is a mix of Padme and Holdo. Those That's kind of true. Yes, that's that's a possibility. All right, moving All right, on are to not starting well. They are not starting well. That is my favorite true. character. <laughs> was that was that easy enough? Like it probably it's your was. favorite character. I it feel like it was. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's see. I do not have high hopes after that. What All right, here we go. Sh shock the target enemy, deal special damage, and stun them for one turn. This attack has a 50% chance to shock and stun another random enemy, doubled if the target is Galactic Republic. Is that supposed to be easy, too? Because I felt like it was easy. I don't know. Is it? No. Uh, gosh, there's two characters. I'm gonna go with Do Put Dooku. Nice job. Got it. <laughs> that is correct. I was gonna say Duke Palpatine. To see how your face went, but you you got your eyes went wide. So <laughs> we're good, we're good. Alrighty, let's let's go with. Ooh, all right. Hear that? Hate to see it. Dispel all buffs on all enemies. 
Deal physical damage to all enemies and expose them for two turns. Then remove 15% turn meter from debuffed enemies. One more time. Dispel all buffs on all enemies. Deal physical damage to all enemies and expose them for two turns. Then remove 15% turn meter from debuffed enemies. Mm, interesting. Who do we got dispels? See, Asajas does not do damage. Okay. So there's that. Uh, who else dispels everything? There's so many, and I can't think of one. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna guess you've used this character in the last 48 hours. So there's that. Actually, I'm 100 percent sure you have. Okay. Let's go with. It's not that guy. Okay. Old Ben. Old Ben doesn't even debuff. He just takes turn meter, right? No, he debuffs. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't damage. He. Correct. He doesn't damage or dispel buffs. Yeah, the dispel is the part I was meaning. Meaning not debuff. Um. All right. Uh. Let me give me one more 30 seconds, and uh, I don't want to waste everyone's time here. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrong. So I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, who the F does? You're struggling. Oh! B2. Oh. No. That's a good oh. guess. Oh! I thought I had it. All right. The answer is Geonosian Brood Alpha. Oh, yeah. His second ability cleanses everything. It does. Yes, sir. Man, I thought I pulled it right out of my bum. Yeah, I thought, you were, I thought you were going to pull a rabbit out of your head, but you didn't. <laughs> out of my um, head? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like one of my favorite lines ever. It's amazing. Um, okay, here we go. Deal physical damage target enemy. If this character has full health, dispel all debuffs on them. All... Uh, Characters of the same faction recover 20% of this character's max health. Alright, one more time. Deal physical damage to target enemy. If this character has full health, dispel all debuffs on her. All allies of the same faction recover 20% of this character's max health. Just read the first sentence again. I've heard everything else now. I've forgotten the first sentence. Deal physical damage target enemy. Target enemy. Okay. And if this character has full health, dispel all debuffs on her. All allies of the same faction recover 20% of this character's max health. 
I'm gonna say Holdo. Only because I feel like I have to guess Holdo after everything else. Okay. It is Wrong. not Holdo. Yes. Okay. Uh, you are close, though. You have the gender correct. Yeah. You gave me that, so. <laughs> um, that's what, the only reason I guessed Holdo. I'm like, it's a her. It's a her. Okay. Um, no. Luminar doesn't attack a target. Okay. What's the face you're making? Now you're making me think it is. <laughs> she doesn't attack a target on her heel. Uh, does she? I don't I, know. <laughs> um, what else heals? Visa's Mar. No. <laughs> the she correct heals, answer. Right? And attacks? Is. Who is the correct answer? It is of the Night Sister faction. Her name? Zombie. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. That reworked uh, second special she has. Yes, that is correct. Very nice. All right. One more. Bring the pain one more time. All righty. Um, I am going to omit one parenthesed part of this ability because that would unquestionably give it away deal physical damage to all enemies inflict target lock for two turns and remove 30% turn meter this attack can't be evaded say it again deal physical damage to all enemies or deal damage to all enemies inflict target lock for two turns and remove 30% turn meter from them this attack can't be evaded. Oh. T3. M4. No. What? Seriously? Okay, give I'm me serious. one more chance. Deal physical damage to all enemies. Inflict target lock for two turns and remove 30% turn meter from them. This attack cannot be evaded. Probe Droid doesn't uh, remove turn meter, or so, well, he might remove turn meter. I know for a fact he doesn't attack the targets. Okay. And IG-88. I feel like I've said the answer already once. You have not. I'm not I'm sure of it. So it's not B2 no. then. That is correct. You want me to give you a hint that may or may not give it away? Will that hint make me think it's B1? It won't. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. Go ahead. This character does damage based on their max health. So General Grievous does target lock? He does. His AOE. His AOE does target lock. Huh. Deal physical damage, inflict target lock for two turns, and remove 30% turn meter. See, I know a lot of his abilities are predicated on target lock, but I thought that's why you wanted to put the characters in there with target lock, because he couldn't do it himself. Okay. 
Good good to know. Really? He okay, does. but go back and read T3's unique because it really does sound like T3's unique. Okay. Uh, you said T3's unique ability? Yes. Sorry, not unique. Uh, his second special. The one that I said would make this, him like okay. the droids version of Nest. Okay, I can see it. Dispel all buffs on all enemies and deal special damage to them. Inflict crit chance down and offense down for two turns. Remove 20% turn meter from all enemies. Target locked enemies can't resist these debuffs. So, so that's why there's I a lot thought of, that there's was some a, similarities there's a lot there. Of similarity I can see it. So. Yeah, for sure. So I give myself half. For sure. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that game is incredibly difficult. I think we have discovered. It yes, it is. Even when it's your hard. favorite character. <laughs> I, as painful as it is, as long as we go back and forth, I think it's fun. If yes, one person I, is I feeling totally the agree. pain every week, that's not fun. But if we switch that, back that's far, totally fair. If we can make each other look like we don't know anything then we're good to go everything is fine I, I i'm shocked at how difficult this is it's crazy because those are all characters that are pretty that well, we use regularly for Geo the most Brood part Alpha, you said you know and i'm like what do you mean character i use i use a lot of characters and then i'm like yeah. you said it and i'm like that should have been the hint what mission yep. had to have used them <laughs> oh jeez. <Yep. geez. laughs> <laughs> oh well all right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode of Shadow Podcast. Uh, we will say goodbye to episode 183, but we will see you guys next Thursday for episode 184. 184? Crazy time. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Right? All right, everybody out there, if you want to join our Discord, discord.me slash discord.me slash shattered order we have a lot of fun over there come check it out if you are on discord at all and a swigga player there's a lot of fun stuff going on in there if you have anything to tell us about the show that you don't want to say on discord you can send a dm on discord or send an email to the shattered order at gmail.com last thing i want to mention we don't say this often but if you are a listener of chosen ones or the shattered order podcast you can leave us reviews on your uh google reviews you can leave them on apple yes. reviews those things help out tremendously when people are searching for podcasts about star wars and star wars galaxy of heroes and on top of that we really do love to hear your feedback on the show and just what you think in general so I want to say thanks to everybody who was in the live chat tonight listening and hanging out in the chat. As always, the chat was going off and always fun to get some of your questions or your thoughts and talk about them on the show because it really adds to uh, what we're doing here. So thank you guys for being here. Thanks for everybody for listening to the show after we've released it. We appreciate all of you. Wink, do you have anything final to say? We have spoken. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round. <laughs> <laughs>